The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. If you went to the doctor and he told you that you were going to die unless you take this little pill, you would take that pill every single day. It would be a non-negotiable necessity. Next, best-selling author Squire Rushnell and his wife, Louise Duarte, have dedicated themselves to helping others unlock the power of partnered prayer. There is no right or wrong. Yeah. God just wants to talk to us. Randy Robeson, and we are so glad that you're joining us. We have two pretty phenomenal people. I mean, we're pretty blessed here today oh, that we yeah. get to interview these two legends, honestly. Um, I'll brag on them a little bit, but I want you to see their faces please, first. So would you please welcome Squire Rushnell and Louise Duarte. <laughs> Woo-hoo! So good to have you back. So good to Thank have you back. Great to be back. And we know you doing very well. I love, I love you guys. And, you know, before we even dive into why you're here, I just want people to know a little bit of, you know, Squire, you are the person responsible for Good Morning America becoming the number one talk show um, in the morning. But now you have a regular se session on once a month. Uh, um, once a month on the Today Show. On yes, the Today right. Show um, with, yeah. with Godwinks. Yeah. And Louise, I mean, <laughs> one of the top comedians and impressionists in the in world. Awe. I mean, how many years were you with Tim Conway and Harvey? 15 years with Tim Conway and Harvey Corman. 15 yeah, years. It was a Sold dream come shows. true. Yeah. It was absolutely. It was, yeah. We did everyone from Judge Judy. Do you see stupid on my forehead here, people? <laughs> to Catherine Hepburn, to Joan Rivers, Kiwi Talk here. <laughs> to George Burns, we did them all. <laughs> so we're, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, please. <laughs> you know, Sheila, I always say at this time, and Randy, I never know who I'm waking up next to. <laughs> Exciting life you have. Know, it, is. Oh, it could be Fran Drescher. <laughs> <laughs> but what I think is amazing is you have these two track records of these. I mean, God's taken you everywhere, mm -hmm. but now you're pouring your lives into this new project. Your book is called The 40 Day Prayer Challenge. Yes. Could you give us a little background yes. of what led to this? Well, the 40-day prayer challenge is the scaffolding that we decided to come up with when we were excited about this idea that we had tried when we got married 16 years ago, and we found out that very few people had. The most intimate act between a man and a woman, we prayed together. Huh. And it was amazing what happened. I mean, almost every prayer we asked was answered. We found that there was like a, a growth in the prayers. It was like taking a sponge and throwing it in the bathtub. It, you know, our prayers expanded. Mm -hmm. And so we just got to be champions for partnered prayer. And so the 40-day prayer challenge became um, a scaffolding for people to try it out, mm. where we would we would say, we dare you to try it. Just your your husband, your wife, your partner, your your family member, your friend, 
Take five minutes a day and pray together for 40 days. We dare you to try it. Wow. And the and partners the, were very different. I mean, we were two friends, two family members, mm -hmm. a husband, a wife. Yeah. And what happened was we started seeing miracles. And we asked them to just pray for five minutes a day for 40 days and just try it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And we found that more prayer, more power. And it's the intimacy of praying together every day, the consistency, mm -hmm. which really makes a huge difference. Now, you know, in the beginning, when we go out and we talk to people, particularly people at churches, when we talk about partnered prayer, it sounds like a new idea. <laughs> wow. Well, we didn't come up with the idea. Jesus did. You know, I mean, Jesus was the one who said, if any two of you agree upon anything, and my, my father will give it to you. Well, why do you think he said two and not one of you? Well, I think he talked about two quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I, th I think that he intended for us to pray not as a singular. He, he said, our Father, our Father oh, in yeah. heaven. Yeah. He didn't say, my Father in heaven. He said, our Father in heaven. So I think he really intended that, that we should pray together. But what we have discovered is that just amazing things happen. The testimonies that come back from people who pray together hmm. are just phenomenal. And what we did is we went to Bailey University which go bears uh, it's, yeah, it's the, yeah, oh yeah yeah go bears and they came on board with us to do the first ever empirical study of what happens when two people pray together 40 days consistently and it's uh, it's going to be an amazing study so hopefully we'll be able to get on some of the major networks which is very hard to get god yeah. you know on the major or talk about prayer on the major networks like the NBC ABC and CBS but we've already broken through even on NBC. We actually mm -hmm. prayed on camera, which was amazing. Wow. They'd probably shaken up there in the booth, you know, but we were praying on camera and modeling how it's done. And, and that's what we want to do is model to people, that's show right. them how to pray. Mm -hmm. We actually have a, cute, a, a little oh, clip that I love. Oh, um, great. Just to let, here's just a little idea of what it looks like when couples commit to do this for five minutes. Watch this. Our 40-day prayer challenge was awesome. Praying with Chelsea just... Was the um, best time of your life. Was the best time yeah. of my life. Of course, life. of course it was. Yeah. It was real hard, and I can't say we did it every single day. I think it was really cool just to see how quickly mm -hmm. the Lord answered our prayers. The six-month-old was crying and needed something. We decided to start praying for a car, yeah. and not even within a week, I yeah, had a new seriously. car. seriously. I just grabbed her and helped. She's like, I don't, we don't have time right now, we don't have time. It's like, no, take five. And that became our thing. When the 40 days were over, she said, I kind of miss praying, and I did too. We prayed in that five minutes, and everything silenced in the house. It's really cool. Wow, this prayer actually works. Yeah, like, what? go figure. You know? <laughs> I can't think of one reason to stop praying no. together. And it was like she was talking to God about me, and I just got to hear their conversation, and that was really, really powerful. I don't think I can think of any reason to stop praying together. That was a group from Gateway Church, uh, my parents' church. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, they're, they're all Christians, yet some of them seemed a little bit surprised yes. at, at, at the results of yes. their prayer. Are, are you seeing well, results? Well, none of these people had really prayed together 
in the way that we're talking about in a consistent way. But we asked Gateway if they would recruit about 12 people to model partner prayer, family members, friends, married couples, non-married couples. And, and, and it seems as though they went to central casting and came back with perfect people. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is that we've been doing this now for over 10 years. We've been talking about partnered prayer. And everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. Every single pair is unique. Every single pair would be out of central casting. And it's not difficult. People think it's like crossing the Golden Gate Bridge, but yeah. it's really just a footpath. That's all God asks us to do is just join together one another and just open up your heart. It's just having a conversation. We often say it's like sitting there with a cup of coffee and having a bagel with your heavenly father, <laughs> someone who loves you more than anything and just yeah. hangs on every word and just talk to him. It's a conversation. People think they have to use the these, thousand, those a lot of times or, or I don't pray right. There is no right or wrong. Yeah. God just wants to talk to us. I think the most moving comment for me in that clip we just saw was the husband and his wife saying yeah. it was like God I got to hear my wife talking to God yeah. about me. Yeah. Yeah. And that, it felt like a holy moment to me. Yes. That, that was just it really beautiful. It is the most intimate act between a man and a woman. Now, you actually asked people to try doing this with their eyes open. <laughs> yes. why, did you do, why did you do that? Well, you know, it just seemed like we were taping these uh, modeling partner prayer because, because people really don't know how to do it. They, they don't know how to pray together. So we thought, let's just model this. But at the last minute, we asked them, not only do we want you to pray together for the first time, we would like to have you do it on camera. If, ignore all the cameras and the lady with the stopwatch, <laughs> would you please? Uh, and oh, by the way, would you mind keeping your eyes open and look at each other while you're praying? And we said, now, if that seems like too big a, a demand, just go ahead and pray the way you're comfortable. Nobody saw each other pray together, yet every single pair of praying partners had the same experience. They said, we began praying and it was more intimate than we had ever experienced before. And, and like that young man David said, it was, it was a revelation for him and his wife that they had, they had actually prayed together before. They had never prayed consistently as, as we're asking them to do, but praying with their eyes open opened up a whole new avenue of intimacy for them. You know, I have to confess, when, you know, when I got your book, I, I said to my husband, I said, Barry, you and I have been married for 21 years. We've not done this. So we're, we're beginning the 40-day prayer That's challenge great. because yeah. I just think, you know, we both pray. Um, we, we both sit in chairs and mm -hmm. study out the Word of God, sure. but the actual sitting opposite mm -hmm. one another mm -hmm. yeah. with eyes open and praying. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't wait to see what God will do in my yeah. life. You know, Jesus did nothing without praying first. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we don't do what Jesus tells us mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's so simple. And yeah. I think the enemy uses that as, oh, you can't do that. Or, or you know, they'll pl that person will play the blame game on you. You start confessing, that's you're too vulnerable. No, no, no. You just do it because God tells us to, and when you see, He is going to just bless you beyond yeah. measure. You will be honored by that. You'll be amazed, and we'd like to put you on camera afterwards. <laughs> and share that. Sure, you got it. But, you got it. <laughs> but here's here is something that we are we are doing, and it's starting right away after the first, and now that we're into the first of the year, 
We are working with congressmen very quietly right now. We're not going to expose any names or anything like that. But if there's ever been a time when we needed prayer together, mm -hmm. it is now in this country. Mm -hmm. And there are several congressmen who are going to reach across the mm -hmm. aisle and commit to taking the 40-day prayer challenge with somebody on the other oh side. Wow. And we want to start yes. that as a friend. That'll change the world. Yeah. Oh Prayer God. is the most powerful force in the universe. Yeah. And when people finally get that, yeah. they're going to see God move in mighty, mighty ways. You know what I read last night that I hadn't even realized? Do you know that before, that Jesus actually had all the guys around him for about a year before he chose the 12, and he went up to the mountain and prayed all night before he chose the, the 12 wow. disciples. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? If Christ, if the That's Son right. of God yes. needed to do that, how much more do yes. three? Yeah. Yes. You, you would think that as Christians, especially, we would understand the importance of, of prayer and yes. maybe practice it as regularly as, as yeah. you're saying we should. But I, I know from your book that you found out that even some Christian leaders yes. perhaps hadn't done quite an intense prayer section Tim yeah. Keller is in your book. Yes. Yeah. Tell me the story of what happened when, when you yeah. talked to him about this. Tim yes. Keller, I think, is one of the most respected oh, pastors absolutely. in the world sure. by other pastors and people, of course, but other pastors just look up to him. And so I thought his story was just so wonderful. Tim Keller <clears throat> and his wife, Kathy, live in New York, of course, and um, Kathy uh, ha has suffered from Crohn's disease for a long time, and um, I didn't know this, but uh, Crohn's disease uh, makes you susceptible to depression. And right after 9-11, there was a depression over New York City. We were living there at the time, and it was palpable. It, and so for someone like Kathy, who already had depression, she had this new depression that kind of came down upon her and she was just struggling in with it and so one night after uh after dinner she said to tim i need you to do something for me or i am not going to survive i need to have you pray with me every single day now here's a pastor who's busy <laughs> he's got things going, he's got schedules, he's got funerals and <laughs> another, another sermon to come up with next Sunday. And, and so I don't know whether he said it out loud or whether he said it inside his head, but he said, every night? <laughs> <laughs> she said, every night. She said, listen, if you went to the doctor and he told you that you were going to die unless you take this little pill, would you sometimes say, I'm too busy, I, I forgot? No, you would take that pill every single day. It would be a non-negotiable necessity. She said, that's what we need to do with prayer. Tim Keller said, we began to pray together that day and we have never stopped. Wow. Wow. And it's amazing. Now that happens with, most pastors are very busy. Mm. They got very busy lives. We all have busy lives and, and busyness is the greatest enemy uh, against uh, praying together. And in fact, it's what the enemy wants to tell you that you're too busy, yeah. you know? But five minutes a day is about the amount of time we spend brushing our teeth and combing our hair mm -hmm. and we say, hey, 
You can do that. Can with you God, give five minutes you? to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, <laughs> the Creator of all things? Yeah. Five minutes. It's not a big ask, That's is it right. really? That's no. right. And he's a great multiplier because yes, you give him five minutes, yeah. you'll be amazed what he gives you. Yet, you know, the enemy doesn't mind when we talk about prayer, say how good prayer is. Well, the enemy, when he shakes in his boots, is when we start praying. <laughs> and, and you know what the other yeah. thing is? When you pray God's word back to him, wow, <laughs> that is the most powerful thing yeah. you can do. When you say, God, your word says in Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord. You start quoting his word back. That enemy flees so fast. Can you imagine how this can impact families oh, yes. all across our nation? Yeah. I mean, this could be the revolution and the revival we've yeah. actually this, been this praying for. This is the great for. awakening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is mm -hmm. unbelievable glue that yeah. brings families back yeah. together again, just simply praying together. And you know, when fathers and mothers mm. pray in front of their children, yes. amazing things happen. Denzel Washington's wife, Pauletta, said, the most searing memory that she had as a child was seeing her mother and father pray together. Mm. Yeah. She carried that into her she marriage. Did. And how many marriages in Hollywood last 25 years? That's right. That's that glue. When you That's put right. prayer in the middle of it, yeah. your marriage will stay together. It's hard to stay angry with someone oh, when you're go. talking together in the presence of God. That's right. Because who's going right. to kneel at the foot of the That's cross pointing a finger at anybody yeah. else? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. see, the bricks can't build because what happens is you disassemble. When you pray, you're disassembling. And when you don't pray, what you do is you're right. You, the secrets, the lies, the resentment yeah. that starts building, building the, that wall. There is no wall. When you yeah. start praying with someone intimate, yeah. and when you look in their eyes, I mean, that, sometimes that, that can be a little, little difficult sure, yeah. at first. Yeah. But when you look into someone, eyes, that is the window of the soul. You yeah. start seeing the most beautiful things in that yeah. person. You know, Sheila, uh, touching on what you said, when people would say to me, what is the best thing for me about praying with my wife? And I say, it's the transparency. As a husband, I don't have to have a single secret. Mm -hmm. She knows everything mm -hmm. because we pray about it, and that really is the transparency. It's like an x-ray machine, mm -hmm. wow. and it's yeah. wonderful. And women so often, men too, but women will say, I see the heart of my husband when we pray, and that's so important for women to see yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And it makes them look at that husband as a strong warrior. And yeah. sometimes men say, well, I don't want to share too much. It's the opposite. Women see it the opposite way. They see the strength. Mm. So that's what we have to do. And a lot of times it's the women that have to bring the guys across the finish line. Well, there may be a few of you out there that are those, that woman that needs to drag us guys into it. And we want to give you a way to get the 40-day prayer challenge. But right now, we want to share something with you that is heavy on our hearts, something we pray about, something we want you to join us in, and not just in prayer, but in deed. Watch this real quick. We all know what it's like to be hot and thirsty, dry mouth, dry throat, whatever it is. And then to know that feeling of going to a refrigerator and getting good, clean, cold water. Now just think about how desperate you would have to be to come to a hole like this and say, yes, I'm gonna try to drink that to make me feel better. But yet this is their life every day, just trying to survive drinking this type of water. Now, what do you see here? You see a cup of dirty water. That's what I see, just dirty water. 
But what should really alarm us is what we can't see. What we cannot see is the germs and the disease that's contained in this one cup of water. We have heard testimonies from mothers who have lost five children from drinking just polluted, filthy, disease-infested water. One lady cried out and said she doesn't know of a mother who hasn't lost a child to this filthy water. They have no other choice. They have no choice than to drink this germ-infested water. We have a choice, and we can drill a well in this very village. We can drill down and bring clean, beautiful water that will bring life to this village. We can stop this disease. We can stop the deaths. We can stop the burials. We can stop the tears and bring beautiful, clean water to this village who desperately need a touch of God's love. That shot of all the women holding up their hands, one, two, three, four, that was the number of children they had lost due to the dirty water. Sheila, can you imagine holding up your hand to show how many of your children you had lost to polluted water? You know, and it's a tragic situation, but it's not a hopeless situation. And that's the difference. And that's why we, as the body of Christ, are on this earth, to bring hope to the hopeless, help to those who cannot help themselves. You know, as Ralph said, I mean, there's not a mother in that village who hasn't lost a child, I can't imagine. And not because of, you know, some tragedy like cancer, something so fixable. We can do this. I've seen the difference it makes when we're able to put, when we put a well in a village, do you know that that one well will last for 70 years? It will provide clean water for the whole family for their life. I mean, these are children for whom Christ died. They're not people in Africa. They're our brothers and sisters. I cannot tell you the number of women who said to me, please, Will you ask, not will you ask people in America to give us stuff? They said, will you ask them to pray for us? And I said, I promise you, I promise you we'll pray, but we're going to do more than that. We are going to be the answer to your prayer. We can put, um, our goal is 188 wells in African villages. The need is great, but Randy, it's so doable. It is. $4,800 is the average cost of a well. Uh, it varies according to the, to the depth and the difficulty of of drilling a well. But that means that it, it'll serve an average of a thousand people in a village in the remote areas. So $48, we say, will give clean water to 10 people for a lifetime on average. $48, $144 for 30 people, um, of course $4,800 for a well. Look, the, the need is huge but it's doable. We have proven over and over that we can meet needs in areas with desperate need. Let me tell you, we've got some areas with some desperate need right now. So what we need you to do is partner with us. Go to the phone, go online, give the best gift you can, and know that when you do, you will be saving lives. You will be reducing that awful number of the woman holding up her hand. We can intervene, we can save lives. Sheila, how critical is it right now that, that people act? Wait, the, the deal is we can all do something. I mean, if you're watching this and you're 14, you can give us some of your allowance, you can do something. Some of you could do a whole well, but if we yeah. all do, 
what we can do, then the work of Christ will be done. Absolutely. Go to the phones right now. Go online. Give the best gift you can as we take water, as we take life, as we take the gospel of Jesus Christ in action to people in Africa right now. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. Our teams have recently located remote villages in Southern Africa where children are dying from contaminated, disease-ridden water. The situation is desperate. They need clean, disease-free water immediately. With your gift today, you can help drill 188 water wells in remote villages across seven African nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10. $72 will provide for 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you Sheila Walsh's devotional, Five Minutes with Jesus, a fresh infusion of joy to help you find perspective in the midst of daily life and experience a deeper connection with God. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive our No Greater Name Canvas, a beautiful artistic expression of our Savior's name and a daily reminder of His presence in your life. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request our beautiful new hand-painted Determined Eagle bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. These ladies are here washing, and you can see by looking at the water, the water is totally contaminated, and, and, and we know for a fact that thousands of people have died in this area, so we must, I mean, just absolutely must drill water wells here and, and literally give these people a future. And this is typical of all of Southern Africa. We need your help, and we ask you to help provide the answer and the remedy to this very serious problem when you've got children dying every day because of contaminated water sources. We can turn that situation into a situation of hope. So would you be that source of inspiration and help by making the best gift you can today? 188 villages in desperate need, but you can be the answer. I hope you will pray about it, and I hope you will actually do something about it. Sheila, you want to give them something? Yeah, for any gift at all, we're going to send you this book. And honestly, I really believe, I don't say this a bunch, I really believe this could change your yeah, life. Yeah. I believe it could change your family. I believe it might even have an impact to change America. Will you please help us in thanking the amazing <laughs> Squire and Louise? Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. We encourage people to pray. Thank you. And we encourage you to pray and to continue to watch Life Today.
In his new book, Living Amazed, James Robison shares how divine encounters can change your life. Living Amazed, coming soon to online and retail bookstores. Tomorrow on Life Today, join Sheila Walsh as she shares her journey through a dark time in her life and the hope she found in the Word of God. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.